Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. Action. Now, your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. So I want to welcome everyone to this week's installment of Your Life, Your Purpose. This is Brandon Allen, and I am excited to bring you another great podcast this week. So today I want to talk about uh, something that is near and dear to everyone's heart, and that is the art of sucking. And, you know, what made me think about this, there was a couple of things that, that brought this to mind recently. The first one was that I had the pleasure of speaking uh, at a client's event in New York, and uh, one of the things he said after I had got done talking was, uh, he said, you know, I remember uh, being in a workshop that Brandon did a few years ago, and uh, man, he sucked, but boy, he's so good now, and uh, <laughs> I remember hearing that, and I laughed about it, but at the same time, you know, there was still this, uh, there was still something inside of me to hear someone say that I had sucked uh, at one point in time that that kind of uh, that tugged at my pride a little bit and uh, and made my backbone a little straighter um, as I heard that. But you know, the other thing that brought this to mind was I was you know talking with a client and and we were working through some specific areas where she could uh, really uh, move through, uh, certain barriers. And one of those things is public speaking. And look, this is something for a lot of people that we're very fearful of, and it just creates a lot of issues because we see people who are good at speaking and we just look at them and we think that they've been good at it for ever and ever. And that's, this is never the case, right? But, you know, a lot of times we see people that they're, you know, when they, after they've already mastered their craft and we have a hard time, playing at a smaller level. And so, you know, her biggest fear was, you know, hey, what if I suck? And and so my, my first part with this whole thing with the art of sucking is, you know what, what if you suck? Look, just expect to suck. If you're going to do something for the first time, it's very rare that you're going to nail it. In fact, it's probably impossible. One of my favorite books is called The Myth of Talent by Jeff Colvin. And, you know, when he talks about the myth of, uh, myth of talent, and Malcolm Gladwell also talks about this in Outliers, they do reference the same 10,000-hour principle to really master things. And look, you've heard the stories about Michael Jordan getting cut from his high school basketball team and all these different things. But, you know, they talked about how, you know, maybe someone shows a, a, a kind of a above average or natural ability to do something. But even when people do something at the start that they have even a natural ability for, they don't necessarily nail those things. And so, you know, when, when my client was worried about, you know, hey, what if I suck? It's like, look, first of all, we have to kind of let go. So I talked about pride with that story about, you know, the guy that I spoke for in New York and and hearing them say how terrible I was when I first did a workshop. And you know, the reality is, is I was terrible, but, you know, at the same time, I could laugh about it now, but it wasn't funny back then. But, you know, now my skills have changed and, and I'm a much better speaker. Now, part of that's been training, part of that's practice. You know, there's a lot of different things that have gone into that. So, you know, the first thing, if look, the art of sucking is first, look, you have to be okay with sucking. You, you just have to get over that and lay your pride to the side. 
and just say, look, I'm going to go out and do this. I'm going to give it my best. But if I'm not perfect, it's okay. Because look, it's a natural progression. Everything that we do gets us to the next step. But that brings me to my next point. So look, if we're going to suck, what's important for us is to know what's the end result? What are we trying to get to? So look, if I'm not Tony Robbins today as a speaker, um, do I want to be Tony Robbins? Where do I want to be? As a speaker, do I want to be a very accomplished speaker? Do I want to be just a, a, a very good speaker? Do I want to be a persuasive speaker? You know, what's the end result? How many people do I want to speak for? Is it 500? Is it 1,000? Is it packed stadiums? You know, where do I want to speak? How do I want to make my impact that way? But knowing the end result is, is important because, like I said, look, you're going to start out and you may suck. But then the next step, it's like, okay, did I get a little bit better? And did I get a little bit better? So am I taking those steps to that end result? Is what I'm doing today getting me closer to there? So now, you know, it's great. Like someone will fly me out to New York and I'll speak for, you know, a group of 100 people. And I remember the very first time I spoke, it was at a karate dojo for 20 people. And about 15 of those people were really close friends that I begged to come to the speaking event. And so, you know, I think about like where I was a few years ago to where I speak now today and it's completely different, but you know that first time that I spoke for those people, I'm sure it was super painful. Um, and luckily, they were people who cared about me, so they didn't really hammer me too bad about it. But so I talked about you know really knowing the end result, but you know part of this too is really being able to measure your progress along the way. And this is where you know it's really important. And and, and speaker training, uh, you know, really helped me in the area of speaking to really hone in on different things. So. If you're a speaker, you know, here's what progress along the way looks like. It's looking at, okay, how is my introduction? How's my story? Am I, am I setting the proper context? Am I, am I seeding certain things that I'm going to come back to later, but I want them to think about it now? You know, what, what does my clothes look like? How am I ending this? Am I showing the proper amount of pre- appreciation? Where do I want to get people on the bus along the way? All those different things that I'm thinking about as a speaker. But if we, as we try anything new, no matter what it is, it could be speaking, starting a business, managing a team, you know, whatever those things are that you're doing for the first time. It could be a new technique if you're a dentist or a chiropractor. So many of my friends that I work with are, you know, how do you measure your progress along the way? What are those steps that you need to take? And it's important to have those benchmarks. You know, hey, in in a year, I want to be speaking at this type of place doing this type of thing, and I'm going to have two or three talks. Hey, you know, progress for me is to have a well-defined speaker's kit. So if someone asks me to speak, I've got something put together that I can give to them that enhances my my status and appeal in their eyes. Do I know if I want to charge or if I'm not going to charge what that looks like? So what are, you know, as a speaker, those are some of the things that I may look at. You know, in other areas, your benchmarks may be different, but it's important along the way to have those benchmarks. Look, if we're going to suck, it's fine, but how do I know I'm getting better? What are those measurements that are going to tell me, you know what, this is how I'm getting better? So going back to workshops, I've been doing workshops for about five years now, and how I know that I'm getting better in my workshops is that when I first started doing workshops, you know, I, and I, one of the things I say is, you know, how would you rate this on a scale of one to 10? And I have some other questions that people answer that are more open-ended, but that one is just kind of the real true measure of where did they see the value? 
I mean, I can ask him some other questions and get a feel for if they got value out of it or not, but I want to see what is the ultimate value that they got. And so when I first started doing workshops, it was very routine for me to get sixes and sevens. That's okay. Um, you know, I would say that's probably good to average, um, you know, but not great by any means. People weren't blown away by the workshops that I did. But as I got better and I got more invested in it and I learned more and I studied more and I practiced more, uh, a funny thing happened. I mean, the last workshop that I did a couple of months ago, generally speaking, nines and tens across the board. Um, and so that's how I can know that I'm doing, you know, so every time I did a workshop and I passed that out, I could really measure that progress. But there were other things that I looked at as well. But that was a really good definitive measure that I could look at to say, you know what, generally speaking, are more people happy with the experience that they had and the information that they got? Uh, if the answer is yes, great, I'm, I'm moving in the right direction. If the answer is no, then, then I need to go back to the drawing board. And I steadily saw that progression. Sixes and sevens turned into sevens and eights, turned into eights and nines, now are nines and tens. So, you know, that's, that's, that's some of the progression that you can look at. And we can do this in a lot of different areas of our performance. So, um, you know, as we, as we think about sucking, it's good to have that feedback to let us know that, you know what, we're doing better. We're, we're better off because... For us, the improvement is so incremental that we may not recognize it right off the top. We, it, you know, it's just, you know, we're getting better, but we're not really realizing how much better um, that we're getting. You know, it reminds me of uh, the the fitness program Insanity. You know, when I had done Insanity, uh, one of the things they do in the two month program is they have progress checks, and you can see, look. Every couple of weeks, I can do more of these. I can do more of these. And, and generally speaking, that means I'm a little bit faster, a little bit stronger, and, and a little bit more fit. Um, so there's, you know, what are those things for your business that you can put in place uh, as you try something new so that you can see, look, I may not be doing very great at the start, but, you know, I'm making progress. I'm moving in the right direction. And, and that brings me to my last point with the art of sucking. And I think this is so important is, look, when you suck – that's fine. Acknowledge it. Move on. Don't dwell in it. But beyond that, look, when you win, when you have something good happen in, when, in something that you're doing that, that you're, you're making a go of for the first time or that you're really stepping outside of your comfort zone, celebrate the wins and accept the compliments that come along with that. This is something that I wish I would have learned years ago is when people used to compliment me, man, I used to act so stupid about how people would compliment me. And I had a hard, I was a shitty receiver of compliments. I just did a poor job of receiving compliments. So when people would compliment me, I'm like, uh, you know, that's cool. I didn't think it was that good. Or and I try to downplay it, you know, which is so dumb. Um, and, and so, and if you do that, stop doing it. Um, it's foolish. If someone gives you a compliment, accept the compliment and, 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 and be okay with that. Um, but celebrate the wins too. Look, when you get good marks, celebrate the wins because you know what's funny is I may get, you know, I, I have to fight my, I have to fight this myself is that I'll celebrate, I'll, I'll get a win. But if there was, you know, I could have 30 people in a room and 29 of them rated a 10. And if one person rates a five, when I'm driving home from that workshop, you know what I'm thinking about? Not all the people that rated me a 10. I'm thinking about the one person that rated me a five. And there was usually some issue with them, which is why it was even rated a five. But I'm so worried about that. That's all I'm thinking about. And, but we have to be able to celebrate the wins. And, and we, sometimes we can be too critical on ourselves, and then we kind of take the joy out of 
what we're doing and we're not giving ourselves the confidence to really move forward with that. So as you, as you go through something new and you're trying it for the first time, just celebrate the wins, accept the compliments, and be willing to pat yourself on the back as you hit those certain benchmarks as you go through that. So, you know, look, if you're, if you're thinking about starting a business, if you're starting something for the first time, if you've always wanted to do something in your business but it's holding you back and you're worried about how you're going to look, look, just say, look, that's your pride talking. And that's, this is where pride is a bad thing because it keeps us from moving forward because we don't want to look bad for people. But you know what? Sometimes we got to look, maybe not put our, our very best, uh, maybe we put our best foot forward in, in terms of we put the right effort behind it. But you know what? We're not quite there at a level that we want to be at, and that's fine. You're never going to get there by thinking about it and planning and strategizing, which is what the route most people take is they, they, they want to get engaged in something, but they're scared to death. They won't want to suck. They don't want to fail. So they plan, they strategize, they think, they talk about it, and they never, ever do it. And the only thing that, you know, I've talked about this a ton you can say everything's overrated. So I talked about the myth of talent, right? Marketing's overrated. This is overrated. But you know what's not overrated and it's never going to be overrated is doing the work, is actually going out and doing the work that you need to do. That's never going to be underrated. Uh, Seth Godin calls it shipping in the book Lynchpin. Brilliant. Um, those that ship win. Those that don't ship are the ones that wish they could be like the people who shipped. And the people who ship Know that, you know what, I'm going to put something out there and maybe it's not great, but we're going to refine this process and we're going to get great at it and we're going to nail it. And if you look at all the different companies that are, that are famous and popular and that do really well, I guarantee you at, at a certain point they had products that, yeah, they were okay, got better and better, and now all of a sudden they're amazing, okay? So be okay with sucking, okay? If you're going to, if you're going to really get into the art of sucking, number one, you got to be okay with it. Number two, you got to know what the end result is. What are you trying to achieve? Okay, so my first step may be suck, but my, my last step is something else. That's going to help me paint the high-level vision so that I can overcome my failure. The third thing is how can you measure progress along the way? Look, I want to know. I want to make sure I'm still moving in the right direction, and this is still something that, that is realistic for me to pursue. The fourth thing is to celebrate the wins and accept the compliments and, and enjoy it when you get there and you're doing it and pat yourself on the back, tell yourself you're doing a good job and really enjoy what it is that you're doing because ultimately that's the end result of doing something that uh, maybe gets us outside of our comfort zone at that point in time. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Okay, If there's something that's been holding you back and you want to go out and do it, look, my advice to you is just to go out and suck this week. Give it a shot. Give it your best. Have fun with it and get yourself closer to being the outstanding person in, the, in whatever area that is that you've wanted to be. So I want to thank you again for listening. I appreciate everyone who subscribes, who goes to the blog at buildyoursoulpurpose.com and leaves comments. Share it via social media. I appreciate all that. This is Brandon Allen again for Your Life, Your Purpose on buildyoursoulpurpose.com. I'm signing off. Have a great week.